0: Peace, family. This 19 Keys. Tapping in with 19 Keys podcast. Listen to this special broadcast from Dubai as I tap into a live with my good brother, Blue Pillar 44. Tap in. Assalamualaikum family, peace and blessings. You know, school is a scam. But voting is fake, it's crap, it's bull, it's BS. I mean, how many years we gonna keep lining up this crap? Every year we try to make it seem like it's gonna be our year. It's an indoctrination tool into a system that ain't never served us in the first place. Um, the activists are bullshitters. You understand me? And mostly just because they ain't effective and they don't want to be and they don't want to line up with the brothers. You understand me? and really tap in. Most of the black media platforms, you understand me, are just for profit. So they don't actually make any progress or produce any real change. And they be afraid of the young black gods. Yet they be sitting there watching the page all goddamn day. Stealing information. You understand me? And uh, trying to make themselves seem powerful so that they can, you understand me, had a PR team tap in. But at the end of the day, a lot of it's fake. You understand me? <clears throat> and a lot of people are getting sent in the wrong direction. You understand me? Um, mostly because uh, it's because you allow people to gaslight you all goddamn day long. You understand me? Stop allowing people to gaslight you all goddamn day long. I might care about these damn politics. I got to say this, man, because I say this every political season. You understand me? And I told people the same thing with Joe Biden and them, man. Joe Biden is bullshit. Kamala Harris is bullshit. And we keep allowing everybody to steal our place. Come bring your questions. We go get your questions. Ask your questions. <clears throat> we'll go get to them. But it's like in this day and age, we gotta make sure we speaking truth as well. You understand me? Like I can never just get on here and just talk blockchain. We're going to get to that. We got to speak truth for what's going on in the reality right now. There's a lot of dangerous things that will take place in the future. You understand me? Um, there's going to be more foreseeable crises and more pandemics that's going to happen, right? As everybody is being brought on the blockchain, see, I want y'all to understand the blockchain is an opportunity for us to get some money and some assets and nothing else. As the gods, we don't live inside a virtual place. You understand me? We're already metaphysical beings on multidimensional levels. But what we do is we utilize the business opportunity to take advantage of uh, a way for us to get resources for the war that we're in. You understand me? Because economics is warfare. So the reason that I'm utilizing it, because I think it's the best thing to teach right now so that people can actually get some skills so they can pay their bills, so they can get some money, so they can get ahead. But there's also real physical training that must happen, which we're going to be rolling out as well. And that's why we always teach the masculine, feminine and the spiritual development at the same time, because the whole human being has to go through development and upgrade and reprogramming at this time. Right? Not just a financial development, because if you get money and you still a devil, you understand me, you know good for the culture. Right? So I want y'all to understand this blockchain as a necessity. It's not something that I want. I don't care about a metaverse. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. You understand me? I'm not like I can go on my imagination and it's gonna be better than anything the metaverse can ever show me. I got this goddamn thing. Let me show y'all this thing I bought. Just so I can study this. I got this machine right here. You understand me, this a uh, Hollow Lens. I could program this, it's dope, spatial reality, all of this. I'm really into technology. I really love it. I've been reading, you know, uh, Scientific America when I was younger and American technology and all of the magazines. I used to always stay up to date on it. I used to break apart things with me and my younger brothers and we used to put together back machines and I just always was fascinated by technology because technology is physical magic. You understand me? That's what it is. It is physical magic. So when I see it, I love it. But at the same time, I understand that we're living in a dangerous time and we can't afford to not have a real vision and a real gender at cost. Look at the LGBT community, man. I've been singing this for a long time, man. We all need to form a coalition, a corporation, an institution in the right type of development, right? And the other day they put out the statement saying that their corporate, their CEO is not forgiving Dave Chappelle. Now, we don't give a damn about no CEO of an LGBT. I'm just going to keep it 100. If you're a part of that, I don't really give a damn. But we don't care about your CEO. You understand me? That's just corporate interest, Right. So when I see institutional and corporate interests, I want all of those things destroyed. You understand me? But at the same time, what I do see is the fact that we haven't developed in that same manner to build our own corporation that represents our interests, which means that I've said this a long time ago in one of my first interviews. Organizations only fear organization. See, the reason that the voting is whack is because they tell poor people to vote and rich people to lobby. See, the CEO is back my money, and the more money you got, the more votes you get because the way that the Constitution is set up, your freedom of speech can apply to your money as well. Right? It can apply to a corporation as a corporation is an entity. Being a citizen in this country has the right to vote, but it can't physically speak. It can't go to the ballot. So they lobby, they put their money where their mind is, where their agenda is, where their thoughts is, where their ideas are. And then they push it on the people, and then they sell it back to you as love. They sell it back to you as progress. They sell it back to you as change. They sell it back to you through activists that you know who started off grassroots and was doing all good but then got swept into the democratic thing, got swept into the left wing, the right wing. Two wings of the same bird flying you to your own destruction. So nah, when I see this crap, that's what it is, I don't give a damn. Listen, man, yeah, we got some local elections, but at the end of the day, this whole government system is bullshit. Because at the end of the day, you can learn how to do for self. You can learn, there's no politician, there is no energy and effort in these campaigns that will ever be better than teaching a human being how to do for self. All the millions of dollars you spend behind another manipulative ass bastard to go in there, lie to the people, do nothing, get out, wait for somebody else to get in. They got their roses because they did a little bit of change. But that same money could have been spent by really getting behind the most dangerous paradigm shifting guys, thought leaders, world leaders of our time. You understand me? To really develop the programs that allow you to do for yourself and build real institutions and corporations. It's all a system, and as long as you play the game, then you play. You understand me? So, as I'm seeing these things, I got to make sure I put my message out to counteract, to put some logic into this thing. Because it just don't make no goddamn sense. When you're voting, vote comes on the word votum. You understand me? Meaning to pray to a deity. So, you are reestablishing your connection as a citizen, as property, as a social contract interested party, you understand me, in an old institution built by old white men for old white people to have power. And everybody else understand this. The Asians understand this. i seen the, the post where they said that the Asian woman in Boston is the first woman of color or a person of color to win. And it's usually old white men. Well, that's not progress. I'm going to tell you, listen, all my Asian folks, I ain't got no issue with you. But y'all becoming uh, mayors and judges and cops, that's not progress for black people. That's not even progress for America, per se, because you had the same mindset as a white man. You end up having the same white mindset as the old white man. Come on, now. There ain't no progress in that. We not fooled. And you're talking about of color. That was usually... That of color thing, we got to stop grouping ourselves with everybody because we don't have unity with everybody. We want it so bad, but we don't even have it with our family members. We don't have it with our brothers and sisters and our friends. We can't come together and goddamn figure out how to pull money together and buy land and resources. Yet we want to go goddamn kumbaya with the rest of the world and celebrate their praises for their progress while we still ain't got none. The more money they make, the further we get down, it still puts us in the back of the race. I got you, I'll bring you back in in a second. I'm gonna bring somebody in so my sound comes back. One second, every single time they try to get me. All right, we back, all right, cool. All right, good, 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 good. So, like I was saying, you know, we need to have our own systems, uh, our own values, every single thing. And so, the development of a people looks like a spiritual, a economic, an educational, a media development. You understand me? Um, it looks like a family order restoration coming back together. But until we got that, everything else is false and fake. So they show us the blueprint for success, but we don't copy the real blueprint. No, we getting caught up in the agenda and the plan, which is detrimental to who we are and what we do. You understand me? So school, of course, we talk about this all the time, that why inflation is increasing, Intuition has increased over two, 300%. Yet the value of the education only increased by 19%. And even less than that, if they want to be honest, inflation is up five, six percent. Hyperinflation when people don't believe in the dollar. Inflation is when the price of goods starts to rise because the dollar is weakened. So here we are, people at the threshold of many pandemics and multiple crises on the way. Many pandemics and multiple crises are on the way, right? They, it was said that there was an economic forum that ran a test on the energy crisis. You understand me? Where there's basically uh, the grid goes down. What happens when the grid goes down? How many of us are prepared? So now this is why land is going to be one of the biggest key things. If you don't have land, right, being able to get off grid, if the grid goes down, we need to set up a system where it's off grid. And I'm not just talking this. This is, this is the act of work that is in play right now. Because you have to also have real life skills. The average man don't know how to goddamn change the tire. You have to know how to live off land, how to build. A woman that don't know how to cook because you stuck into the institutional and the corporate world, what, you, what value would you have in a situation in a crisis? And not just a woman, but anybody, but specifically a small skill. It just shows you how much of the human skills are degraded. These are real life skills. Being able to grow your own food and cook food, these are real valuable skills. Everything else we just make up because we can get little green papers literally with white man faces on them that, not, that don't mean anything at all. So as human beings, we lose losing the race. So this blockchain is just a tool. It's a tool for us to set up a system, but not for us to live in it. Yeah, we we put our time in, we understand it, we make the money, we get in the industry. You understand me? We master the industry, but at the same time, we're utilizing those funds to build real world things. See, the future is developed by the minds that exist today based on their plans and their blueprint. The future doesn't have to be this dystopian idea that is blueprinted by, you understand me, white men with money and institutional power. How come the future can't look like the mind, you understand me, of the young, brilliant black man or woman? Even what what is the future vision for a young Asian person or young Hispanic person? Don't know, do you? We only know the blueprints that are sold to us by those who have enough money to put it into the minds of the people through media, through propaganda, through commercials, through print, you understand me? Who knows what the future will look like if we're thinking about what is coming out the minds of those who exist in the neighborhoods and the hoods of America, who exist in the brilliant minds of young men and women that look like us. We only know the future that is sold to us that comes out the mind of white men. It's the only future that the world knows. So what happens? When they give you that future, this is what happens. You will take all of your intelligence, and you try to figure out how you can work inside that future to make it work. Well, if that's gonna be the future, then I need to do this job so that we can help build this part of the future. Then you got billions, millions of people operating like that becoming programmed by someone else's vision to work inside their reality to build outside their thoughts. So you end up living in someone else's world. It just makes sense, right? So when we talk about you know breaking the spells and uh, reprogramming ourselves, you understand me. It, it is very important for you to be able to write down and project your own thoughts. So many different things that I, you know, as a paradigm shift, I think about all of the things that just been programmed into us. We just say certain things, we accept certain things, and then we just become zombies. We just become zombies and. We're no longer living like if somebody was to tell you, hey, you know you get a human experience, you get to go down there on that plane and make whatever you want to. But you don't come down here with this memory, so you grow up and the people who got here before you, you end up stuck doing a bidding. Because they dominated the lands, they dominated the mind, they dominated the time systems. We operate, I talk about this all the time, we operate off clock systems just because a man decided that this was the best way for everybody to live. Not that it has anything to do with your biology or your body or op- optimal function or health. No, it's so that they can optimize utilizing you as crop, utilizing you as capital. So let's write down time frames so where these niggas could work so we can utilize all of their bodies to work for us, to put energy into our ideas. Let's have them speak our language because this is what we understand. Let's have them think the way we think because this is what we want to build. All the whole time, we have no thoughts of our own, no conceptions of our own. You're born into a world where they tell you, okay, be a climate change yuppie, you understand me, be a genderless person, um, go against all of the social norms and values and constructs that any ancestor has made. So you fall into a whole nother matrix, you fall into a whole nother concept and a whole nother construct. This construct is against this construct, but they both constructs. All the while, never thinking for yourself, just versions of the same repeated ideologies, versions of the same repeated programming being passed down to one, to another, to another, to another, to another, with no originality whatsoever. The speaking patterns are the same. The way you dress end up being the same. You like this person, they buy this brand, you buy that brand, you influence another person to buy that brand. Next thing you know, all these people look the same. All these people speak the same. Well, this person spoke like this. Well, this is that person's perception on this. And because I like them and they're popular, guess what? I'm going to take that. Instead of really thinking on what I think, I'm going to share that with someone else. It becomes their perspective. And then it's flooded like a virus. The whole human experience is controlled. This isn't a courtism. It's rituals. It's symbolisms. It's programming. All, you never take any time to think for yourself because you, one of the worst things that human beings have ever said in a saying is that's too deep. Oh, I don't want to think that much. The whole human experience is about thinking, it's about thinking. The most active experience you can have is the one that's in your mind, it's the thinking part of reality and life <laughs> that makes it so meaningful but we don't want to think. We want everybody to think for us. We don't know what is in the world, what is in space, what is in the sea, what is in our bodies, how real science operates. We don't want to think. We just let somebody else come before us. And then every single day, there's a new discovery because somebody else thought a little more than the last person whom we accepted their ideas from. But not you. I don't want to think. I want to just accept things for what they are. Most of the people that you may see as villains today that are vilified by the media, vilified by history, you should probably look into what they thought. It will give you a whole other perspective on reality. It's not to say that they were good people or they were bad people, but it will give you another perspective beyond the programming that you got because you were always told to stay away. Because if you go into that, then you're less controllable. See, dominant paradigms have to exist to control the dominant society. Everybody doesn't have to do it. But if you, get, you got 20 people, and I can get 15 people to agree, I don't care if the other five are radical. The 15 will take over. We will start to assimilate more and more of them into our circle because you are already born into a dominant frequency. You're, that's why they say the majority rules. It is the thinking, the hive mind. It's what's known as the crowd mind. In 1964, they did the biggest race riot studies, you understand me, on black America. Why did they want to study it? They wanted to understand how we moved as the crowd. They understood our emotional susceptibilities, our selectivity as a crowd, you understand me? They were studying every single thing to understand how we moved. Now, why were they taking and processing all this data? Why would it make sense? They wanted to figure out how to control you. That's what it was, how to press your buttons right and they have been doing it through media manipulation gaslighting you i mean listen i just asked me this question and i know you probably ain't thought about it but when was the last time you seen black lives matter did did police brutality disappear did america get better or is it that the media doesn't need to use that tool right now you should study a man named Alan Turing, right? He was uh, essentially, in modern time, the inventor of the idea of artificial intelligence and utilizing it for mind manipulation and control. In the UK, they didn't like him because he was homosexual. In America, they utilized, understanding his philosophy and inventions and ideas. They've been creating program MK Ultra, MK Kitty, a bunch of different things, right? And this stuff used to be published in the 80s under psychedelic control of figuring out ways to change the sexuality of people, figuring out ways to kind of control the mind of people. There's been psychic manipulation programs from the government. See, we don't want to talk about the reality that we live in. But this is it. Once you really go down deep in the rabbit hole. When I way I teach tokenomics is because I understand there was a white psychology who actually invented tokenomics, which is the basis of what cryptocurrency economic regime is even spread upon. But you got to go deep because I don't want to be the ones that's controlled by it. I want to know what controls it. So I've got to study a little more, not just, oh, this coin is going up, this coin is going up. When you're looking at something like this, you're looking at crowd studies. How to control people is the key. All of it is right now is about control. Take data. If you can get data, then you can understand what makes a person tick, what makes them move, what they fear, what makes them stress, what gives them anxiety, what they like, what is their punishment and reward system. Then you have every single thing that you need to control and manipulate the masses. So when you want, you, that means you get better and better and better and better at it every year you're getting more data. And then when you process that data, you're utilizing it for more strategies, the more inventions, more programs, more manipulation, more politics. Every aspect of the data is being uploaded into a system, creating profiles of people to control and manipulate them, especially those who are the wild ones, those who would think for self. We need to quell that. Sometimes they give you position of power. Some of our greatest minds in the world are working closely with the institutions, the most talented people, the entertainers, the most talented people, the smartest of us, oh, we need to pull them into MIT. Oh, we need to pull them into Harvard. Why? Because if you let the most sophisticated, smart rebellious ones loose onto their own devices, then you will see all sorts of different. See, blockchain, (laughs) who cares who made it, right? At this point, it's, it's here, right? It's like debating on who created the internet. But blockchain is what happens if it was truly created by Satoshi Nakamoto in its true pure essence. And I don't believe that this was just some pure guy who made it, right? But this is what happens when you allow people to be left up to their devices. The core of it, it was created so that it can disrupt the social system and the social order, social order of banking. You understand me? Have anonymity to stop tracking and a multitude of different things. What happens If you got all these intelligent people, smartest people come up with their own ideas and their own freedom of thought, and they just start making things. They start thinking about ways to break a system or create their own system. You would have a world where there's all these disruptive things. There couldn't be a dominant force. So you have to figure out a way to control, manipulate and quell the minds of those people. Now, back in Greek times, you understand me what they would do to the young boys is they would rape the young boys, essentially. You got a young boy who's showing up. He 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 out there. He could be the promising goddamn future leader, politician that's thirty people up. One second. I make sure I got some sound. We got sound back yet? Press one if we got sound back. That's one if we got sound. I need to know. Somebody called. when they called it mess up. All right, we' good. So what they would do is they would sodomize these children, and I talk about this all the time because I need y'all to understand that the mechanisms of the world don't change. They just modernize, right? so they sodomize the boys then take them under their wing under our mentorship so they can teach them all their ideas so when they grow up they do the same thing to the next generation and this is a perpetuated cycle between the young and the old you understand me have to destroy the rebellion and the revolutionary spark young before they become an issue a threat a problem so they recognize the talent they scope it out you understand me and then they groom them into positions of political power They find the essence of brilliance, the speaker, the eagerness, the ambition. They find all of the profile things and they're even getting better now at this point in time. They can recognize it probably in your DNA. You understand me? That's why they need more data because if you can recognize these original brilliant thinkers then you need to catch them early. And nowadays they do things like shadow banning. And shadow banning is literally classified to stop people from having organic growth or spreading ideas and ideologies that don't particularly correlate with the dominant society and what's agreed upon in the dominant society. What it is. That's what the data does. That's what the AI does. That's what the machine does. That's what the back channel does. Right? They had me on on shadow ban for a long time. Now, I'm just the type of person who just can't shut up about the truth. I have to say it. I can do brilliant. I can, if I wanted to, I can just sit on social media and make millions all damn day long and just not speak about the way that the world actually is, the way that it works. You understand me? And But it's something in my spirit that just won't allow me to rest and do that because there will be no purpose in it. I can just travel the world, eat good, live good, take care of the family. You understand me? And that would be it. But there's no passion in that. There's no life in that. Not when I know what we're faced with. Right? So here we have multiple threats looming over our head in the future. Right? We look in the future and they're always running these things to to figure out what's going to happen. Right? Let's say, like I talked about, let's say the grid goes down. Let's say you need emergency food stock pantries. You need survival skills training. You understand me? You need to have a family blueprint to where y'all sit down, okay, what happens in a a case of emergency? Let's say the grid went out. What does the family do first? Everybody panics because why? You must panic because you have no training. So your mind goes to a blank place. You don't know what to do. You become frantic, you become over, you get anxiety and stress and fear takes over, right? What this allows the government to do or any other controlling entities is take more of your rights to make you feel better and safe and calm you down. When they say, look, Normally, under rational circumstances, you wouldn't allow us to do this. But because you are in fear, stress, emotional anxiety, can we take away more of your rights in order for you to feel safer, to feel relaxed, to feel happy again, to be focused again? And the person, of course, will agree to it. And while the mind is in that state, then you're more open and susceptible to suggestion. Right? You're more open and susceptible to suggestion. This is all mind manipulation. And this is what we're dealing with on a current basis and the future basis. So you have some training. Somebody breaks into your house in the middle of the night. But if you was to run a scenario to where this exact thing happens, you go through shock training, right? To where, okay, you hear the noise at night, and then you automatically go to your weapon, right? Or you automatically move it through the house through a certain way. So now your training kicks in because this is your instinct. This is your survive or die right now. This is your fight or flight response system. This is survival. But if you have none, then of 10 you end up dead. Because you don't have any response, any training. And we believe that we can just live life without being trained in society. We live in a very dangerous world. If you somebody gave you this talk to you in a womb and you were conscious to understand that, yo, you know when you get out there and like it's possible you can get raped, you can get killed, you can get molested, you can get murdered, you can get robbed. People try to kill you, they'll try to brainwash you, put their religions, their ideologies, their ideas, the politics, the voter, you can go to prison, all of you can get diseased, all of these things that happen. You might have to fight, you be like, Oh, snap, I need to be prepared. You would be conscious of the world that you live in. So from a baby, you would start training. you were like, no, nah, I don't know what might happen in this world, but I need to be prepared. But see, unfortunately, a lot of your parents did not train you. From a youngster, I got training from my father and my mother, right? Up until middle school, we used to drill every single day for school. We went to all year round school, militant drills foy training you understand me we used to run drills around the block we used to run emergency drills situational drills right just so that in case anything of emergency we had a code of conduct rules and orders that we had to remember and follow so situational experience i would go back to the training oh this one i'm supposed to doing this In case of disorder okay take charge of this post okay yeah Put my All right, so now I know what to do. You understand me? But today, we're over-informed and under-skilled. We are over-informed and under-skilled. We know a lot, but don't do a lot and can't do a lot. I'll say that again. We know <laughs> we are over-informed and under-skilled. We know a lot, but don't do a lot and can't do a lot. So we have this audacity of believing that we are more valuable than what we are. We are more prepared than what we are because you feel smart because you're filled with more knowledge than most people in the last few hundred to a thousand years. But your actual skills are not valuable. So we don't know what flowers to pick and herbs and foods to grow. We don't know how our bodies work and heal and bandage ourselves up. Most people have no combat training or fighting or any strategy or anything of that nature. You can survive outside for any period of time. Don't have any life skills or hacks that you put within yourself, don't have any real valuable skills. Don't know science and chemistry and engineering. Just don't have it. But we know social media. We know TikTok, we know how to, you know, post a video and hack the algorithm and and dance in front of a screen so that other people can like what we dance in front of a screen, and then possibly we can get famous and maybe sell these people that's in front of a screen some product. And look, there's nothing wrong with making money. There's nothing wrong with utilizing the tools. Throughout hundreds of years, human beings have always had jobs, always have to work, some sort of vocation. You understand me? And figure out ways to get things done. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. That's not the issue that I have with reality. The issue I have with reality is that it doors the human experience and the human connection. You couldn't walk outside and name no trees outside besides a palm tree. Couldn't name a single plant outside besides a weed. (laughs) And weed. (laughs) So my issue is that we have been intentionally left untrained because in the times where the constitution was written, human beings had skills. They were more dangerous to the government. When they said that the people will rise uh, uh, against the oppressors, you understand me? And that was written in the constitution. Well, people were way more dangerous then. They had real skills government went against those people they were mobbed together you understand me they would have a very skilled informed army easily ready to go today that's non-existent these skills are not good in war and war doesn't have to look like such a bleak oh we're about to go kill everybody war is the battle we go through every day you understand me? Wars when we're faced with issues and problems and stresses that's in front of you, and you got a battle, but you have no skill sets, no training to win that war that's in front of you. You have none of the things necessary in order to win. Wars, there's small wars, there's big wars, small battles, and big battles. But how much will you prepare for any of them? You go through a relationship and you feel like you're dead. You lose a little money and you lose your mind you understand you go through small issues and problems and yes we can be empathetic and say well everybody has different levels of problems and situation anxiety things of that nature but let's be honest especially those who live in, in america and i know we got people from all over the world right now you're spoiled you're spoiled everybody in america is a trust fund baby because america is a trust <laughs> And it's a welfare system as well. So everybody's a welfare baby. That same thing doesn't exist in, in Yemen. That same thing doesn't exist in Palestine. You understand me? And in, 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 uh, Rwanda and Uganda. You understand me? And Ethiopia and in, in different places. And in, in Haiti. We all trust fund babies. We make a lot of our situations. I grew up in a hood. I, I was arrested probably... 10 12 times before the age of 19 i had my last case at 19 i had four to five cases you understand me we had all of the family traumas bouts adverse childhood experiences that you can possibly think of plus a whole load of bonus more that i just don't share because i don't feel sorry for my past because i look forward to my future so i'm not going to go there so my brother asked a great question Solutions. solutions are everything that we speak on the solutions is the education and the training that we must get into. The solutions is the ability to be able to form groups. The solution is to utilize the technology that exists, but at the same time develop these real skills and these training in these camps. So as we build things out, my brother, I just got off the phone with my brother Ben. He has a land coalition that I'm working with him on building, right? But at the same time, when we do these things, the point is to have survival training camps on there as well. You understand me? How many of y'all that have sent your child to a camp? The, my, my brother hit me up who does, you know, combat training. You understand me? And we want to be able to teach those who, who need to be trained, which is everybody. This militant mindset. See, the militant mindset sharpens you and prepares your mind to be disciplined, to have focus and take control, to be laser sharp. You understand me? Listen, the money skills, we can do all that on the Internet. That's, that's fine. We're going to do that all day. We're going to get you some money. And you've been following me for years, and you listen You have made money. If you've been following me for years and you listen, you would have sharpened your mind up. But the real human things, to me, the most important, right, is the training. The training. Listen, sit down with your family if you can. If you can get them together. Thanksgiving is coming up. Perfect time, right? And everybody don't want to take it serious, and everybody don't have to. But whoever does take it serious, work with them. Do not try to get everybody. Just get those who are ready and willing, Vision values you understand me in fact they have to believe in something. do they believe in God? if y'all believe in God that's a place to start and a standard to keep. What are your values? what do you believe in what are, what are the morals that uphold you? You understand me figure even see those things align What's your vision? You understand me? y'all got the same vision y'all going to the same place anyway y'all can help each other. If you can align those visions together. These are exercises that we should just be doing as a family unit in the first place. Most of us going to sit down at uh, most of us are going to sit down at the dinner table, and you're going to sit down at this goddamn dinner table, and number one, you're going to eat food that's gonna kill you in the middle of a pandemic. You understand me? Then you're gonna celebrate on top of the Indians getting skinned and killed and murdered and massacred. You understand me? And then, you understand me, have fake, false conversations, issues, and problems that come up with the family when nothing becomes resolved, no solutions are kept. That ain't what we supposed to do. Like, breaking the curse of tradition is the number one way of being able to reprogram self because as long as the holidays exist, the power exists. That's how you know when the people are still controlled, when they still want to celebrate the holidays of their oppressor. When they still have fun being a slave. See, I waited until after Halloween. Halloween is a definitely an court ritual that everybody loves to participate in. Right? And it, yeah, fun, 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 right? Now you can have fun any day of the year. You can dress up however you want to any day of the year. But when we celebrate a mass ritualism, it's not for you. You think it's for you, but it's not for you. It's for control, it's for power for the person who created this so they can continue to control you because as long as listen if hitler had holidays and jews still celebrated it what would that mean just think about that for a second but we don't care here comes christmas capitalism is a religion you understand me you're going to celebrate this religion going poor teaching your child to be happy about a thing. And then if they can't get it, then they're sad. You train your child to be disappointed. your no boy child is born, give me the damn. I, I never celebrated Christmas. All my friends used to get gifts. My grandma used to sometimes even get my sister and them gifts. She gave us nothing. And for the life of me, I never missed it because I always felt bad for the other uh, students and, I, and, and children in the neighborhood that they believed in a lie. It just felt like they, and, you know, and I'm not talking about nobody, but it just felt like they were stupid. And I was happy that I was one of the ones that knew the truth. Like I would see all the Christmas lights, I would see the white Santa Claus. and uh, I, 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 I took it as entertainment, but it was just, yo, is everybody stupid? That's what I used to think. And I would be happy that my parents told me the truth. I never missed it because also we could just celebrate Kwanzaa or Ramadan when you get gifts during Eid. But at this point in time, it's like, oh, create your own. Why not? Next week, you can decide to have a family dinner with your family. What's the difference? What's the difference? So, I, I want us to be able to break these things because once you really break it, then you're really free. What well, is freedom in the first place? It's when a person can control their own will and their own mind. If you can't control your own will and mind, then you can't consider yourself to be free. And if you are born in a system where it, it indoctrinates you to celebrate things that you had no participation in making or understanding or building whatsoever, you understand me, and you agree to it, For the rest of your life, you make obligation and plans and blueprints around it for the rest of your life. What does that say? That aspect of your life, you cannot be free. And then you set up these rituals throughout this calendar year to make sure that they ritualize themselves back into a system. And it's the same thing with voting. You're voting yourself back into it. You're ritualizing yourself back into slavery. So, it's hard to get people to get free these days because most people don't even know what freedom is. And then when it comes up, oh, I do it for my family. And then that family says, I do it for the family. With everybody doing it for each other, who's doing it for themselves? Who's doing it because it's, it's actually smart, truthful, good? We get these excuses passed down with the religion so that we have excuses to continue to follow the religion and the rituals. It's a perfect system. And no, Kawaza doesn't come from a white man, it comes from a black man. That's why you won't body follow it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Kawaza could have been a little more fun. I ain't gonna lie, Kwanza be a little boring. You know what I'm saying? But there are important principles that should be followed, such as family and unity and community and knowledge and the multitude of other different things that are expressed during the Kwanza celebration and function. But we can always just create your own celebration. You have a family day. Y'all just come together and y'all just decide what y'all want to do that day. And that becomes a new family tradition. Year to year, month to month, whatever it may be. What would best suit that family? Because y'all coming together to spend money on each other has nothing to do with the family building wealth. Just being honest. It's actually an impoverty-based system. Us coming together to spend money don't even show that we love each other. Cause it's really the easiest thing that we can do. So, you know, trying to break free from these curses, these rituals, these traditions, it's not an easy thing. You understand me? Removing ourselves from the systems are not easy and nor is creating our own. So when anybody has the audacity to speak up and to think outside, you understand me to block the box and remind themselves that the box doesn't even truly exist. Then of course they're ostracized and often not celebrated and hated and censored. But because we do have these tools such as technology where I can stand in front of the phone and talk to thousands of people, then it gives us the opportunity to have audience and see the beautiful thing about this generation is we all have audience. We all have somebody we can talk to at any point in time. We all have somebody who will listen at any point in time. We all have somebody that we can take silence and comfort or teach and educate at any point in time. So you have no excuse not to do good in the world because at any point in time, you can impact somebody else's life. It's that most beautiful thing. But we use the tool, we're not used by the tool. This is the key. Too many people who are being used by the tool instead of using it. Sometimes we, we don't always just need to come on and talk about money. Sometimes we need a mental update. We get comfortable in our realities. Listen, and this is not me bragging, but I'm pretty successful in my own right. But I ain't never had to sell myself. You understand me? When I worked the job, And I had to be around coworkers. I had a a white manager and he'd tell a joke that wasn't funny. I couldn't laugh. But then I see other people having to force to be laughed or getting a conversation that's just not interesting whatsoever. And that was the most degrading part to me. Because there's no freedom in that. The pleasantries and being nice and being surrounded by people who could never really understand you or get you and don't really care. And the only thing that links and bonds y'all together is that you need money in the system that you were born in. So you're forced to be there and you end up knowing these people more than your family. You are updated on these people more than your family. And these people that if you leave that job, they won't know you the next day, won't care about you. That's not right. That's not right to spend time with people whom you don't know or care about at all. You understand me all day long because you're forced to work side by side with these people or work for these people. And then you go home and because you're so neglected from that same time, you could have been spending with family and friends. Y'all can't build together cause y'all don't know each other. So poverty breaks up families because y'all can't spend the time needed to build strong bonds, community sense, relationships with each other because you don't have no money. So you have to leave outside the household for most of the time. This has been happening since the early ages in the families. The mother had to be working. Oftentimes black women had to go work maid jobs or jobs in somewhere that black men couldn't work. Right. And they had to work long hours, gone all day. The the, the same thing with the father had to be gone. When a kid got up to age, they had to go work somewhere as well. Right? So oftentimes the mother was not in the household to raise the child because she had to work so much. And so by the time she did get up to 50, 60 years old, where she could slow down, she ended up raising more and knowing the grandbabies more than she know her own children. And this has been a cycle. And this issue that happened, you understand me? And the household is the reason why a lot of our mothers didn't know our grandmothers as well. That they were doing things that didn't know happened to our mothers. The mothers could have had something happen to them. They could have been touched when they was kids or they got into drugs or they got into all sorts of different situations because the grandmother was busy. You understand me? The dynamics were always off. So we never even had a chance in society to be family we're not even going to get to the money dynamics that's a whole different kind of conversation when you break it down black women never had a chance black men never had a chance and especially when you add in everything else that we don't need to go over y'all know what happened out here in america these streets and in the world so when we start talking about development of institutions and the things that i love seeing in the culture that happen We're talking about correcting and giving ourselves reparations. You understand me? Because we've been broken down so many times over and over and over and over. So as much as, like I said, I would love to just live this beautiful life on an island, which I could do if that's how I want to live my life. Nah. The most beautiful thing on the planet Earth is a person who cares about their own people promise you ain't nothing more beautiful than that i'm talking about a person that really cares about their own people even sometimes more than they people care about themselves man it's just beautiful because you're seeing the reflection in yourself in another human being it represents a certain self-love that you have right and that love is more more than a love of money more than a love of power and greed and all those things and it always brings you back to bringing value to your people and culture to your people. It's love. Those are the greatest humans amongst us. Those who care about their people the most are the greatest amongst us. The money, listen, I'm, i I tell you this before. Everybody can get money now. So money is no longer valuable. It's no rarity in getting money. And you can obtain money by sitting on your phone and clicking a couple of buttons. Where's the character building in that? Where's the skill building in that one person could have built an empire with 20 years of hard sweat and work and got a million dollars sitting in a bank right now, feeling comfortable. Another person could have hopped on their phone, pressed a couple buttons and made that same million dollars. So there's no character. There's no adversity in the money making process. One person could have sold drugs and got it. One person could have killed or robbed. It had nothing to do with character. So when a woman looks at a man and based on what he has and that's how you determine who you want to be with, you're setting yourself up for failure. Fellas, when you judge yourself based on the things that you have, right? You're setting yourself up for failure. So we judge by the merits of our character. Not about what you have, it's about who you are. And if you can consistently develop a greater sense of self, knowledge of self, you understand me, purity within your being and your deeds, then you become a better and a better and a better and a better person, able to add to the reality, you understand me, something of value and substance. But at the same time, we're gonna get this money though. We're gonna get this power. Because that's those things that we need to win this war. We ain't gonna be soft. You understand me? You go train yourself, eat better. I've been eating good. I kept listening. I did not want to listen. <sighs> I was in the gym today. I, I barely got any sleep last night. I didn't sleep long enough and I had to wake up, but I made a commitment to myself. I told myself I had to go to the gym today, right? So I, I dragged myself out after a few business calls and a rising. And I went to the gym. And, uh, man, it was a struggle. I got into my routine. I'm like, I'm going to do 100 of these, 100 of these, 100 of these. And, but, man, it hit me. All of a sudden, I felt like I had to throw up. I'm in there going hard. I'm trying new stuff. You understand me? And it was just like 30 left. It was like 30 left and it's like, you got to do these last 20 sit ups and I do these last 10 dips, then you can leave. <sighs> My stomach started hurting, I felt like I wanted to vomit and I had to talk myself through it. It was nobody there, you understand me? Nobody there to report it I, 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 One brain was telling me, no, you can just leave, ain't nobody gonna be here, you can come back tomorrow, reset yourself, don't be so hard on yourself. The other one's like, nah, keep going. You understand me? Well, God, you got this, you can push. Aren't you strong? Isn't that what you're made of? It's two types of people in this world. It's the ones who quit and the ones who keep going. It's the ones who have that feeling and they feel like they need to, you know, retire and it's the ones who have that feeling and they feel like they could never, ever, ever give up. And so I had to push. I had to tell myself I got up there, I finished it in that nice 20. Then I threw on some extra ones just to remind myself who I was. Because at the end of the day with nobody there, I was. I was when nobody was there I was and I always remind myself that I'm there though I am always watching me see you are your only judge you are your best system I'm there watching the whole time watching me let myself down watching me quit watching me give myself excuses and listening to them so I said nah we ain't doing that you understand me? I love myself too much to be out here quit. I don't care who sees this. It ain't going on social media. I'm not gonna get no likes for this. I'm not gonna get no money for this. But afterwards, you know how great you feel when you push through? You know how great you feel when you wanna give up and you don't? Because the true gains are the gains that you get to your character. The true gains are the self-development. The real strength was not in the body, but in the mind. The real strength was in the spirit. That's what I gained. The confidence when I walked outside and I hit the block and my stomach was still hurting and I felt like I, I was a little nausea. And I kept going. You understand me? Because with nobody there, you're always watching. So... Take that peace of mind and execute. When you could be procrastinating, you could just be watching TV. You could go out with your friends. You could be doing nothing. But remember, you watching yourself all the time. And if you're willing to let yourself down, then go ahead. But don't lie to yourself that you're great. Don't lie to yourself that you're a master, that you're a god, that you're king and queen and all these things. Don't lie to yourself that you love yourself. Tell yourself the truth, but for those who really respect themselves and want to tap into that higher nature, that higher self, and get actual results and the things that they know that they could get and tap into that infinite mindset, those are the people who will succeed. The rest will continue to perish as they watch themselves fall. Listen, family, I appreciate y'all tapping in. Um, as always, this is just a broadcast, a sense of power to your day, you understand me? And I hope that you got some light, you understand me, and receive some wisdom today, you understand me? And um, I will see you all within the Infinite Wealth Strategies, you understand me, and we will be doing another book club meeting. I sent out a text. Um, that's going to be a book we're going to be reading, and we're going to be going over my book again, Paradigm Keys, Solution-Based Mind Reprogramming. So make sure you listen, make sure you read, make sure you tap in.